Welcome to Absolutely Not Sis, the podcast, with your hosts, me, Quartz, and me, Laws. On this potty, we unpack all the things, from navigating your 30s, grief, and self-love, to reviews, pop culture, and what's trending. Throw in some epic guests, some outrageous singing, and you've got yourself your favourite podcast with your new besties. Hiya! Hello my darling, how are you today? I'm feeling really good today. I almost forgot you were going to sing to me, so I had to I really know. get in there. It really perked, perked me up. It really perked you up. I'm feeling really excited to be back in the studio together. Yes. Thank you to everyone for tuning in to another episode of... Absolutely not, sis. Absolutely not, sis. And season three. <laughs> season Tahiro Toru. A Toru. Right to number three. So proud of us for 2023. Yeah, me too. And we are very excited to have a very special guest in the studio today in Kirikiriroa at the Free FM Studios. Um, so I'll do the little intro like I do. Or Courts, do you want to take it away? Nah, you go, no, girl. I'll take it nah, away. you do it. Okay, so today we have the beautiful Emily Kendall who we call M. Everyone, welcome to call her M. So M is an experienced yoga teacher specialising in functional movement, mindfulness and mental health. M was born in the UK and raised in Kirikiriroa and has been teaching yoga for over six years. M teaches in-person and online yoga and meditation classes as well as healing retreats which aim to enrich and expand the mind and give yourself a chance to disconnect from the world. M has a psychology degree and is returning to study her master's in health psychology very soon. More importantly, M is a mama to beautiful Isabella who is now four. So buckle in for a wholesome episode where we dive into the wonderful world of yoga, breathwork, the mind, the body, spirituality, and some good old mom chat. So with that said, please welcome everybody, the beautiful M. Yay! You can speak now. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. We always do this big intro and our guests are sitting there like, when can I? I know, this is my favourite part. Yeah. It's like waiting just like, and, yeah. now, and now I can speak. When am I allowed to speak? So thank you so much for making the time. We have been trying to get this in the diary for a long time, haven't we? We have, yes. It's been a long, here. a long time coming. So we thought it would be really cool to get you in because, um, as, as our regular listeners know, this is the beautiful, magical M that literally changed my life when I went to that retreat last year in October. Mm. And I talk about it just about every episode and I sometimes have to rein it in. I'm like, Laws, just stop. Like, there's just so <laughs> much chat that I could unpack about it all the time. Um, but I, yeah, we're feeling really inspired for the new year and we thought you know what let's get him in let's get some of that you know knowledge out there and inspire people to sort of um, learn more about yoga learn more about breath work and kind of come into this next um, this next season you know where we're in the start of the year and what can people learn from you make a little toolkit for themselves mm. um, if they're new to yoga if they want to refresh themselves on yoga um, but you're so much more than just yoga, so we want to we want to hear the whole story <laughs> and unpack all the goodness. Mm. And then, yeah, Courtney's little boy is four, and Isabella is four. I so know. I'm sure you've got some great mom chat up your sleeve as well. <laughs> I don't know. I was just saying off here that four's not my favorite. <laughs> four is not my favorite age, but that's a story for later. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Um. So, Em, why don't you take us back to where it all started? You were born in the UK, mm. um, and kind of what your journey was to getting to where you are now finding yoga it's such a big broad-ended question but you can just literally start wherever you want okay well first of all I'm all for it thank you for the wonderful introduction and it's lovely to be here with you guys um golly gosh 
England. I mean, we moved over here when I was eight years old with my family. So wow. I'm pretty much a Kiwi. She's a Kiwi. She's a Kiwi. Um, yeah, we came over via cruise ship, actually, which wow. is super really? random. Yeah, we packed up all of our stuff on a cruise ship and we came over on the ocean. Wow. All of our stuff in shipping containers. And yeah, that was us. So um, yeah, went to school in Fidianga, actually. Wow. So had a blip of time there um, yeah. and then moved to Hamilton to go to high school. Yeah. Which was not a very good time. Mm. Um, yeah, that's kind of where it all started, actually. Um, yeah, through high school was not a nice time for me, as I'm sure mm. it wasn't for many people. Yeah. Um, so I actually ended up leaving quite early. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was quite bright in terms of, um, you know, I had a good brain yeah. on me. But, um, yeah, it just was a really unpleasant experience at high school at um, Hamilton Girls High. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that in terms of bullying or just yeah. finding a place? No, or? I was actually really badly bullied. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it was it was quite, That's horrible. quite horrendous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I ended up leaving at the end of... Mm, where are we at? I can't even think back now. Uh, I oh, was it feels 15. like so long ago. I did my NCA level one. Yeah. And then I left. Wow. And then I was just so lost and I had really bad anxiety and quite bad depression. And wow. my parents had separated when I was 13 and I was just kind of all over the place. Yeah. You know, yeah. teenager vibes, don't know who you are. Yeah. Bit of an identity crisis. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I got into some bad things with mm-hmm. some bad people. And Drug, sex, and rock and roll. Uh, yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was actually pretty bad, pretty dangerous. Lots of substance abuse. Lots yeah. of just not liking myself, not loving myself, not respecting myself, not knowing, you know, how to do those things. Yeah, um, just not um, knowing my value or my worth or yeah. anything. Um, and so yeah, I just went down a bit of a rocky path. Mm. Um, and then my mum eventually kind of clicked on that something wasn't mm. good. And she was like, let's go to yoga. So actually, first of all, she took me to the doctor. And I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, you've got clinical depression. Here's some pills. And of like, course. And I was like, cool, yay. So I was on those. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, she dragged me along to a yoga class. And I remember, like, rolling my eyes and being like, oh, my God. Mm. Like, fine, you know, so much resistance. Yeah. And so reluctant to go. But, yeah, I went along and I was like, okay, okay. And I just remember having these little snippets of peace at the end. Um, And I remember, you know, the breathing and the relaxing just gave me, like, a little moment of respite from all the shit that I've yeah, the shit that I was fine. feeling on the inside. Yeah, can you say that. Yeah, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. All you the it, crap. <laughs> All the poo poos. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I guess that was when the seed was planted. Yeah. Then. But yeah, so from the age of like 15 to 19 was like really bad for me, wow. um, just in terms of my health mentally um, and physically because they're obviously so interconnected. Yeah. Um, And then, um, where do we go from there? And then, yeah, I sort of just stepped in and out of yoga. Yeah. And I got to a point which was kind of a bit of a crescendo in the whole thing and it got really, really bad when I was 19 and I ended up having to tell my mum that I was in this relationship with this drug dealer and he was (sighs) after me and... He had like stolen my car and I was like about 40 kgs 
completely malnourished. Like, Damn, how old were you? Yeah. Sorry, so like, I was nineteen then. Wow. But it had been a journey, a roller coaster of dipping in and out of that space. You know, trying yeah. to get better, but not really having the tools, or my mum not yeah. having the knowledge to support and again, me. Like nineteen is so young, and if yeah. you've been in a space like that for such a yeah. long time, mm-hmm. that's really hard yeah. to get out of. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And it was like, yeah, I guess. I guess it all kind of stemmed from now I have this awareness it stemmed from um, my relationship with my dad and him never instilling any kind of you know safety safety or encouragement or emotional support or you know no one taught me about boys or about drugs or about sex boundaries boundaries all of the stuff that is just so vital yeah um and so I ended up finding it all out the hard way yeah you know through trial and error which you know creates an interesting story yes (laughs) yeah colorful life good lessons to be learned but you know a very hard path to have to go and you know what I wouldn't change it I really wouldn't um so yeah so 19 that was and it came to this point of just like I'm in serious danger here wow like like my life's actually in danger and um my mum I told my mum and um I was actually trapped in my house on my flat and I was really really scared so I was with this guy um He's actually still one of the most wanted people in Hamilton. Oh, my wow. gosh. And when I first met him, he was a beautiful man. He played rugby. He was healthy. Yeah. He was gorgeous. And then over time, he'd fallen down this really horrible, um, horrible path as well. And yeah. he's still going. Oh, wow. And the amount of people so along that journey who have died now, yeah. committed suicide, have overdosed, yeah. have you know, gotten ill and passed away. So, yeah, wow. I'm super grateful to be here, to be honest, because it could have gone so differently. Yeah, And I guess you can see that it, it has obviously never got better for him. Like, no. he's never improved, and, he's never found mm, the And the it will be light. like that for so many people yeah. because yeah. I was talking to mum about this the other day. I was saying to her how lucky I was that this happened. So that day, when I finally admitted it all to her, she was like, I need to put you on a plane tomorrow. Wow. I'm going to put you on an aeroplane and you need to go to England because that's where yeah. my family is. That's and she's your like, you're going to go and live with your grandmother in the middle of nowhere in Wales. Oh my gosh. And I literally, I was like, you know, coming yeah. down off yes. drugs All and like, you know, I looked terrible. I was so unhealthy. Yeah. And um, yeah, she packed, I didn't even have a bag, no suitcase. I literally, she drove me to the airport, put me on the airplane, and I flew to England, and I stayed there for four years. Wow. Where I completely just rehabilitated myself. But it took that extreme degree of separation to be able to even start that process. Yeah. Like not have any chance to see it, come back to it, be around it. The people, the the environment, everything. Yeah, no influence around you. And I was so scared to come home just because Mm. of all the horrible memories and stuff that were here. But yeah, yeah, so... That is incredible. Can mm, I just say, I'm scripting this whole thing as a movie. Like, Same. having studied <laughs> film, I'm like, this is an incredible, like, you could do, mm. like, a whole documentary yeah. on your life or, like, reenact it as a movie. Mm. That's insane. But also, like, I just can't get past the fact that you, at 19, because it's so easy when you're a teenager to never want to admit what's gone wrong mm-hmm. and to just live with the things that have happened because you never want to be wrong, to have people upset at you, mm. to feel the pressure and like to the admit. disappointment or to admit it. So yeah. like the actual um, courage that you had to build to go, I'm in such a bad place, mm. I really need help. Yeah. Like th- without that part of you, what could have happened, you know? Yeah. It's so amazing that and that your mum was so committed to helping you that she said you've got to go like you need to be for your own self you're so right and I imagine when you did go it was quite hard oh yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. would you say that was 
your rock bottom was would have it been one of your first yeah, really bad absolutely. rock bottoms. If I'd, yeah, if I'd carried on that pathway, like God knows where I'd be now. Yeah, you know, oh my gosh. Um, so I'm really lucky to have had that, and I and I sort of appreciate now, you know, how important it is to have that network of support yeah. and family. Mm. And if you don't have that, how yeah. difficult it is to make those changes. Definitely. So yeah, so that's where it kind of started was rebuilding from the bottom. Yeah. Um, in the UK. And and years. what did the, those four years sort of entail mm. in a nutshell? Was yeah. It? So I was living with my grandma in a place called Fishguard, literally oh, oh the gosh, middle cute. of nowhere. Wow. Right. Just me and her. I had no friends. I had no money. I wow. was so unhealthy, and I just started like trying to eat again eat healthy um and like especially completely going cold turkey with the drugs and alcohol so it was completely cold turkey yeah Yeah. that would that would have been an experience yeah yeah Yeah. so obviously my body was yeah Yeah. changing a lot full withdrawal mode yeah Yeah. and then I was like right what can I do because I was I was bored as well I didn't know anybody Mm. so I went to the gym and this was like how many years ago now you know 16 17 or whatever years ago and um yeah, I remember going to the gym and seeing all the strong guys. This was kind of in the era before, like, women's bodybuilding. Yeah, like, yeah. very much men dominated. It was just yeah. men in yeah. the gym. Strength. Yeah, women yeah. would go and do the cardio or the running, yes. but no women were lifting weights yeah. back then. And I remember looking at those guys and being like, I want to be strong like them. Wow. And so I just started going every single day. My grandma would drive me to the gym wow. for two hours. I would do, like, a full cardio class, and then I'd do, like, an hour of weights, and then I'd come home, I'd eat, I'd read a book. And that oh was my, my god, life. that literally <laughs> sounds like my dream. Right? Wow. Right? That yeah. sounds so good. It's so, so simple. Gosh. Like you so think simple. about life now and so chaotic and so yeah. much going on and cell phones and mm. work and busyness mm. and just like so much going on. To really take it right back to basics mm. and be like this is my routine yeah. and I do it every day yeah. and it's for me. Like yeah. I'm doing it for me and yeah. there's no yeah, that's pretty the amazing. The best kind of rehab. It was really. a real stripping back and a simplifying. And yeah. I think you have to do that sometimes. It's, you know, yeah. start close in. Yeah. Start close in. That's so true. And so did your grandmother know that you had, had been yeah. dealing with substance abuse yeah. and so she knew that you yeah. were fully rehabilitating yourself? Yeah. And she was super there. supportive. So now, I mean, her and I already have a beautiful relationship. She yeah. was such a big part of my upbringing, yeah. um, especially because I didn't really have my dad's input so she was like kind of like my dad I suppose yeah she's actually out in New Zealand now oh, staying with us so she's here till September oh, and it's so oh my gosh, lovely that's such a nice big oh, amount of time together yeah. and so we had yeah, we bonded obviously through that experience oh. because she was such a big part of my healing um, and then I met um, a lovely guy over there. We're still, like, best friends. Oh, that's um, so nice. And we ended up living together um, for a while. And He sort of just would have helped restore your yeah, faith and, and, and males. he was into music. Yep. And uh, so we did, you know, some singing together yeah. and music. And then... I um, I went into study. I did. I studied sports massage. Nice. I studied a diploma in nutrition. So I just oh. became really interested in the body, the mind. Like, how can I get better? Yeah. Not just how can I get better, but how can I like really, really get better and actually undo and reverse some of this damage mm. I'd done to myself? Because yeah. after coming off the drugs, I was left with all the residual effects of that abuse mm. on my system, on my mm. nervous system, on my mind. So I had the worst anxiety. Right. Of course. The worst anxiety. Yeah. I would wake up in the middle of the night and just be in 
have panic attacks. I'd have to ring my mum and be like, mum, I'm having this panic attack. I don't know what to do. And she'd have to kind of talk me through it on the phone. Wow. Yeah. um, That is a lot. Just shout out to your mum and grandma. I know. Can I just say? They sound incredible, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mum feels terrible because she didn't recognise the signs sooner. Um, And now she's actually a clinical psychologist. So inspired by all of that. This movie (laughs) just gets better and better. So inspired by, like, you know, her feeling like she failed me in a sense because her daughter was a total wreck and she didn't know what to do. Well, back then there was no tools. Well, I was going to say, there would have been no tools. And I just, I think, I feel sad for people that feel so much pressure mm. that they didn't know because you know teenagers are very good at hiding things oh, yeah. and mm. it must be such I mean I've, I've we've been teenagers before but I've never had a teenager but mm. obviously um, you, there's such a fine line as well about interfering and letting your children grow mm. up and learn and, and develop mm. things and, and learn the hard way about stuff mm. so it's so hard to find that balance of being the mum that's mm. trying to be helpful and yeah, yeah that must not have been, interfere yeah, and she must have felt really a lot of um, guilt obviously while you were gone yeah um, and did you did you have a lot of times where you really wanted to come back and see your mum or was there any visits you came back or was it just straight four years there and then you returned no I think mum came over for a few visits oh, nice. but I was like really anxious about, about coming so back here quite a big yeah. so it was just like a no thanks for wow. a while yeah. yeah that was your body just like protecting you totally. eh? like, don't send me back mm. yeah. yeah so yeah it was gym so movement number mm-hmm. one yep. and then I was a cigarette smoker then that was like my last vice yep um, so then it was like okay I wanted. I was like, I want to run a half marathon. So I was like, to get that level of fitness, I'm going to have to stop the smoking. Mm. So I stopped the smoking. Wow. So I was like, yes, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, and then I made some friends, I got a job. So it was just really slow going back to basics yeah. and really effing humbling, you yeah. know? Yeah, totally. Um, when Definitely. you've been in that place, you just have a whole new appreciation and perspective of everything. Yeah. And I even imagine the people that you were around when you were in New Zealand, not really great friends, you know, like to actually have to learn what a good friend is totally find yeah. good friends people that yep. you can feel good about being around and trust mm-hmm. trust I was going to say yeah. put your trust back mm-hmm. into people mm-hmm. and friendship and actually going back to trust that's another thing with my mum she obviously wanted to trust me yeah and when you're a teenager you lie of course oh, you do a- like, absolutely I don't want like, to tell my mum what I'm doing the prefrontal cortex ain't doing <laughs> yeah. what it's supposed no, to be doing absolutely it's not not developed it doesn't know not. what the right thing to do is <laughs> it has no idea crazy decisions yeah, crazy you're kind of in this weird survival mode like it's what do I have to do to be accepted what do I have to do to feel okay yeah. what do I have mm-hmm. to do to feel loved what do I need to do to fit in that's, yep. that's all that exists for you and I didn't I wasn't accepted by my dad I wasn't accepted at school so my you know underlying story my underlying core belief or conditioning was there's something wrong with me yeah. I I'm actually defected at like a baseline level. Wow. And so how do you how do you move through the world with that belief? Belief. belief? So yeah. then, you know, I found these people who wanted to like, you know, who liked me and wanted to do drugs with me and they were yeah. like thought I was really cool and thought I was really nice and yeah. saw goodness in me. Yeah. You know, and then I tried these substances and they made me feel better. So yeah. I was like, okay, well this I've is I found my place. It goes hand place. in hand. I belong. And this yeah. is something I've been thinking of recently is that we will stop and we will pause wherever we feel a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you evolve and as you grow, that changes. Absolutely. And you're like, oh my gosh! But some people don't evolve, and some people don't grow, and they stay stuck in that space where they believe they belong. But that is so true. Yeah. And so yeah, in England, and then it was dipping in and out of yoga again, and thinking, mm, yep, there's definitely still something here. There's Something's something pulling about you. This. Yeah. 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 Something about this. Um, and yeah. 
And then when did you decide I'm coming back yes. to the land so, of the long white cloud? So I came back in 2013. Yep. So all, oh, so 10 years. Yeah, this year. there when, we go. What month? Do you remember? You'll have to have a little... I feel like it was March. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <coughs> I think it was March. This, and we'll this be recording re- was meant to be. Yeah. We'll be releasing yeah, this. Wow. Yeah, wow. This is actually huge. I hadn't made that connection Here in my mind go. yet. But, yeah, wow. I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> so cold. <laughs> um, and then when I came back, I had already decided that I wanted to go to uni and study psychology because wow. I was like, I need to understand all of this. Yeah. You know, I why need to is know my why. mind like this? Why are other people's minds like that? Why was I treated this way? Yeah. All of the stuff that was going on internally, I just wanted to understand it. Wow. Yeah. So then, such a unique so viewpoint at that. I just think that's just incredible. Like I think, especially um, just everything you'd been through, it would have been easy just to shut it all down and, and just be like, oh, that's that was a part of my life I didn't like, but I'm just moving on and that's it and I'm not going to delve into that. I don't need to understand it. It's what it is. Especially a Kiwi lifestyle. I yeah. feel like a lot of Kiwis are just like, no, that's yes. shut off. We're not talking about that anymore. 100%. Put it in a box and then I can't deal with it for the rest of my life. Yep. <laughs> so yes. to hear someone be able to, really, you know. Really, true. Yeah, but for someone to go, okay, this has happened to me. It was really traumatic. It was really hard and I'm going to work really hard. Like, I'm so blown away. Like, I just think, Inspiring. I don't think you read realize yeah. how amazing that is for someone at, at such because you were still young even though you were in your early 20s mm. to be able to ch- change your whole yeah. life and viewpoints so, that in, viewpoint. in such a short yeah. time mm. I would never just, think just of it that amazing. way well, it was just like if this like I don't yeah. want to feel like this anymore I'm tired I'm yeah. really tired of feeling this way and to and notice yeah. that and go this is not right mm. like yeah mm. self-aware yeah so yeah. it was just like what do I need to do to yeah. feel better I'm just gonna go on that rampage yeah and did you get out of your <clears> study what you wanted to yeah you absolutely all the yeah things. I mean it wasn't yep. a smooth journey it wasn't like mm. oh I rehabbed in in England for four years and then life was fine yeah like no. I still had really yeah. crippling anxiety I like convinced myself that I had a brain tumor wow because I just had so many weird sensations in my body I would have chest pain and I'd think I was yep. having a heart attack um so even more curiosity as to why how can you know how can something in my mind create such a big effect in my body and manifest as like random pain in my kidney or whatever when there's nothing actually wrong with me I was like how is is this fascinating yeah yeah have you read that the body keeps the score I haven't I knew you would have I've heard it my, my friends like Laura what's it's quite, called sorry it's quite, quite complex for you um, <laughs> the body keeps the score it's right. a big read eh it's, it's a very scientific read mm. it's quite like a yeah yeah but I've heard it's not it's, a beginner's yeah. read it's but, fascinating yeah. though because you know how we've talked about in the past on different episodes like I'm not very in tune with my body and we've talked about that a lot yeah. not understanding like linking stuff and then when we were overseas in Disneyland we got the, the message to be like your flights are cancelled because of the flooding you can't come home oh, yeah. and I connected with the fact that I accidentally didn't t- um, time up our um, travel insurance properly so okay. I was like oh my gosh we've got to be here another week and I think our travel insurance is done and I'm not going to get covered Okay. so I literally made myself physically ill Oh, you like, said uh... for a whole day I was vomiting, I felt sick, I was in sweats, like all the stuff and that's when I was like okay now I get it, like now I'm aware that what <laughs> yes. your, your mind yeah. and so much of what you think controls. literally controls the way you feel, like yeah. I just, it wasn't re- like I'm 31 years old <laughs> yeah. and I've just made that connection, like I was in I was like oh I must have caught a tummy bug, I'm like no it's because I was up at 1am on the phone yeah. for hours trying to organise it worried that I'd stranded us here and had, mm. could not get covered yeah. for it yeah. and I was but like you had vomiting to come in into the that, toilet come it's, into that 
in your own time, you yeah, know, like, like experience like that, it. Yeah, that's you your nervous system. Completely. Just completely dysregulated. Yeah. Thinking that you're in danger. Well, that was it. It was like, yeah. you're in danger. I was in the hallway on the phone. The poor lady was watching me. I was sweating. They probably thought I was like with COVID or something, but I was like dripping in sweat. I was like, I don't feel very good. I just really don't feel very good. And Matt bought us McDonald's as a treat. I was like, I can't eat it. Like, when have I ever said no to a quarter pounder? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. So. Yeah. So that was when I really clicked wow. and I was like, wow. I get it now. Interesting mm. um, balance, and it's so like that's that's all connected, and it just seems so crazy that that can really it plays such a such, part and such a small example, but but yeah, it's so it's relevant. Mm. But that's that's a whole nother chat. Is like regulating nervous mm-hmm. systems. You read about it, you hear about it. Mm. Sounds so simple. It mm. takes work, eh? Mm. It's yeah, a it lot does. And of you know work. what? The other thing I really wanted to share is like I've been on three different types of medication like there's so much stigma around taking antidepressants Mm. and I'm really like man there is such a time and a place for it yeah finding the right one Mm -hmm. and using it mindfully and consciously like when I when I thought I had a brain tumor I literally went to a neurologist and he did all the brain tumor tests on me because I was convinced I was like there has to be and I had such bad um, hypochondria, so yeah. really bad health anxiety. So I always was like, there's something wrong with me. I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. Yeah. And and the guy, the neurologist said to me, he, he was like, look, you are in a really deep hole in a really bad place and you need some medication. Wow. And I was like, I don't want it. And he's like, honestly, I you need to take it. So I went back on another okay. course of um, citalopram. I'm sure yeah. people are familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, it, you know, it's not a linear journey. No, no it's not dipping at all. in and out. It's trying things like so <clears> much <throat> openness and curiosity and ex- exploration and experimenting with different things until you can find what works for you. And that's the thing: what works yeah. for you. So yeah. many people think it's a sort of one-stop shop and one size fits all. Mm-hmm. Like, do some yoga, do some breath work, yeah. take some yeah. multivitamins. Or You'll do be it fine. once and it will fix you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you have to work at it. Some things it mm-hmm. can't just be, or it might be multiple things that have to work together for yes. you. Yes, definitely. Um, so just going back, just so I can mm. kind of like get my head around it, because I'm so go for it. Fascinated. Oh my god, we need like seven episodes. <laughs> I uh, told one, you two, we were. one through eight. Um, <laughs> so you we, you were talking about how you could feel so much and you felt so much hypochondria and anxiety mm-hmm. about things. Do you think it was because the drugs sh- like numbed you of everything, or it wasn't really that sort of mm, thing? Good like question, Courtney. Like I just wondered if maybe the drugs for you were so. I don't know, numbing and kind of like relaxing everybody. Like, yeah, so that you didn't have a lot. So all of a sudden, now that you had to feel things and be things, you were aware of those things? Or do you think it didn't really correlate as much? No, that's definitely a really good point. So this is going to go into a whole lot of like neuroscience now. No, but we love this. Educate me. (laughs) So, so, you know, when I went to uni, I actually learnt the way that drugs, like what actually happens in your brain when you take in certain drugs Mm -hmm. and you have receptors in your brain. And for example, if you take... um, MDMA or ecstasy or something like that you're basically flooding your brain with certain neurotransmitters and so it blocks your receptors from removing and sort of processing the 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 neurotransmitters as they normally would so you have this big flooding of of feel-good hormones and chemicals in the brain Um, but that's not sustainable your body can't Mm. keep doing that so when you start to come down all of a sudden you go from all of these, you know, feel good, happy things to just nothing. And that's what a come down is. Oh, yeah. To nothingness, yeah. So yes, to answer your question, you are what's the word? I guess you're sensitizing, desensitizing yeah. yourself. Right. Um, and just really putting your natural um 
brain chemistry out of balance. And if you're someone who has depression or anxiety, and you know, there's a whole lot of factors that go into that, where you're born with a natural susceptibility to begin with, and then it's you know the nature versus nurture thing. So yeah. what, what happens in your environment is going to trigger or not trigger your susceptibilities. Um, so you already have a natural brain balance, and then when you start adding drugs and supplements and different bits and pieces in, you're yeah. messing with it even more. So everything's just really, really out of whack. So yes, when I was taking drugs, I was definitely numbed mm. because I was flooded with good feelings. Yeah. Good feelings, yeah. yeah. And then you take you take that away completely, and then your body has to learn how to, you know, repair and regulate those systems mm. naturally. Sort of reconnect them in a way. And, yeah. yeah. And that's where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have some medication to give me a nice foundation to work from. Mm. Then I'm going to move. On it. Yeah. Then I'm going to move my body. Then I'm going to sleep better. Then I'm going to nourish my Self, mm. nourish my cells so it's all about taking it back to that real cellular level um, building your immune system like I used to get sick all the time I used right. to have like seven tonsillitis a year to the point where I nearly had to get my tonsils out wow. and then I started doing yoga and you know all the things that I've been doing gradually over the I never get sick anymore wow yeah because you're giving yourself a great foundation and you've built a beautiful yeah. like I'm imagining it like a pyramid you know like here's the base level then yeah. you've got your next thing that kind of builds you up to being mm. like in your yeah you've got yeah. your holistic yeah yeah the whole wellness. holistic re- yeah uh, yeah and viewpoint. I'm not an angel like I still go out and I you know it's balance it's balance, it's balance. yeah that's the one and thing it's you taught being us being human eh? yeah. like yeah obviously Absolutely. like you're still a human there's still things that you enjoy as a being a human and the things that you want to connect with people and yeah you know having those great times and yeah but it's yeah understanding what's good for you and what's mm. and what's stripping a it back it's a little bit of a treat and a fun time mm. and even yeah just touching on those things that you've said now will be help, helping so many of our listeners because mm. it's so easy to just get caught in that mm-hmm. rut or mm-hmm. you know caught in that um, it's dark, it's cold, it's weird, I don't want to do this, I want to overindulge, I don't want to move my body, but it's like your living proof of doing those things actually has a long-term effect in terms of immune and health and well-being and everything. Mm. The, the thing I've boiled it down to is like the better you feel, the better you want to do. Yeah. So if you feel like crap, you don't want to do anything, but then you're you're continuing that negative snowball and it just mm. is this horrible spiral and cycle. It's so horrible. Of just not feeling good and feeling like crap in every single way but if you start to spin that ball the other way Mm. and it starts with baby steps and it's uncomfortable Mm. as it's the uncomfortable part knowing that you have to push through that part yeah to get to the part of like this is sustainable and i can actually see Mm -hmm. myself doing this Yeah. yeah yeah it's real changes from you know Deep, deep, deep within. It's yeah. not just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's really committing to. It's that what commitment. You, it's committing to like, what do I want to feel? What mm. do I want my life to look like? How do I want to feel? What do I want for myself? And it's just doing whatever it takes to. Comes down to the whole value system, it right? Does. And what you actually want. It does, and yeah. even that in itself, like knowing what your values are. How yeah. can you make choices through life if you haven't even sat down and established what your values are? And I mean your values, not the values. Not you've inherited yeah not your parents values all the values, values that are best for you and your partner mm-hmm. your own values your own values yeah, yeah. and, and then as long as you you know if you act accordingly to your values now the here and now today the future sorts itself out like yeah. that's what i've found i have so much more trust now and surrender because yeah. i know that when i'm making decisions i'm making them based on what i know is aligned yeah 100 yeah. percent aligned yeah. and i'm happy to say no if it's not 
And that way I don't worry about the future because I just trust. She's happy to say absolutely not, sis, when she wants to. I am. am I right, sis? You're right, sis. <laughs> but how, like, uh, that reflection for you, like, I've, I mean, I'm sure you've told your story a lot of times, but even just now sitting and watching you and being like, I love that you get this chance to look back and reflect and share your story and sort of revisit some of those mm. feelings and then looking at the place and the situation you're in now and it's like you're so inspiring like I can feel Courtney now oh, she's just I'm gonna like, go home and just not sleep because I'm just gonna think about <laughs> all the things she's gonna be quiet all night well, because in a way I'm in the place of not being in it like not liking where I am in my mm. life like I love mm. my job I love my life with my family but I'm not ha- like I know Pers- when I've in your personal, personal space like, mm. in my values part like yeah. I know that I've been happier and healthier and, and a better person mm. so I have to, and it's the knowing that I have to get through the really yucky uncomfortable part of the things that I'm not enjoying in the mm. like I'm definitely in the snowball of like I don't feel good about stuff so I'll just stay at home or I'll say no to an experience or whatever so I really need to get out of get that break through and because rem- I know that I've done it before like I literally can look back and be like that was a fun time I loved that me I love yeah. doing those things but I have to like get what? through that yeah. blockage and like that core part of me to be like no I need that for myself and I want that for me yeah. but it's like yeah. What advice would you have for that, Sam? <laughs> sort your life out, Courtney. <laughs> it's a really interesting one, and I think it comes down to valuing yourself mm. enough to put those things in place. Yeah. So it's like um, there's a really beautiful phrase that I think of every now and then, and it's like, um, I vow to make decisions that align with my best future self or something along mm, those lines thinking so it's like thinking you. about what what Courtney in two months time would look back to Courtney now and be like like I, yeah hell yeah good. yeah I'm happy well I done. did that yeah I feel so good now in two weeks time because or two months time of you, because of yeah. you two weeks ago or months ago yeah. made the decision to do xyz yeah so yeah. it's what aligns with what aligns now with where I want to be and how I want to feel Mm. And mm. I think remembering as well to make it, it like we get so caught up in these like big goals and these big mm. I want to achieve this and I want to achieve mm. that. But it's like keeping it so simple. And that comes back to the start close in. Yeah, I'm so guilty of it. I'm like, I want to do this and I want to do that and all these big crazy things. And I'm like, wait. Do I have, you know, am I drinking enough water? Am I getting yeah. enough sleep? Is my relationship with Izzy as good as it could be? Is she happy? Yeah. You know, um, am I, whatever it might be. There's yeah. so many little simple things. Yeah. And it's um, like, like I said at the retreat, I literally used to have a whiteboard, which I found out in the weekend, <laughs> that I had have your apple cider vinegar, have mm. your gut powder, drink your water, mm. train four times a week. And mm. I'd do Monday to Friday, tick, 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 tick. Mm. And it'd just be a tick thing. Oh, Sam, I've done my five-minute breath work, BRB. Mm. Breathe. Mm. <laughs> Come back yeah. out. Okay, I'm ready. And I'm mm. like, Laura, you're missing mm-hmm. the whole point mm-hmm. of why you want to do this. You can this. do those things and still be completely disconnected from yourself. Entirely. You can do the actions. Mm-hmm. You know, and you I can go to the not... gym, you can eat your vegetables, yep. and you can still feel like shit. Yeah, 100%. Because if, you're, if you don't like yourself, yeah. then how can... And also it comes down to, this is what I found is the biggest thing, knowing yourself. Mm. Like, knowing yourself, all the parts... All, the, all the ugly parts. No bad parts. Yeah. There's no bad There's parts. There's no bad parts. There's no bad parts. There's no bad parts. There isn't, there isn't. There's only parts that are wounded, hurt, broken, yeah. pushed down. And those are the parts that need our attention. 
Mm. Yeah, and those are the parts we need to bring up and nurture and give a little bit of love to and unburden so that we can put them in the roles that they're meant to be in in our lives. Wow. I think that's where we're at, Courts. A hundred percent. Because, you know, people would zoom out and look at Courts and she's got, you know, the husband Mm. and the kid and this Mm. house and this beautiful job. And, Mm. you know, people say, if Mm. I'll say I'm a bit down and out, it's like, oh, you know, you've got a podcast and you've got Sam and he's so beautiful and you guys do great things together. It's like... Mm. That doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's no. how you feel at the end of the day when you go to bed. Yep. And have I lived up to what I wanted to do for myself? Mm-hmm. Have I achieved what I wanted to achieve? Mm-hmm. And I, what, am I feeling good? And also, has what I've done been for me or for other people? Because exactly. I feel like a lot of our output, at the, at, at, like, especially these days, is all for other people. 100%. Um, and as we've talked about, you're like all the many jobs I do, like the celebrant stuff and, and, and the being the mum stuff, like that part's mm. really hard sometimes. And mm. then you feel so much guilt because you're not present enough with mm. your little people because mm. you're outputting to everybody else. Mm. Yeah. Courtney Such a wears challenge. many hats. I was going to say, we do that though. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's so easy we to do get it caught as up well, in I find, in a way to kind of escape yes. slash excuse from yes. looking a little bit closer in. 100%. Which you've admitted. Yeah. 100%. And, yeah. and yeah. that self knowledge piece that I was talking about, the reason I wanted to share that is because if you don't know yourself, how can you love yourself? Say that again, sis. If Speak you it. don't know yourself, how can you love yourself? yourself because how can you love someone you don't know yeah genuinely you need to know that all parts so, so that means unpacking all of it all of it yeah and a lot of the the way I've been doing that in the past few years has been going back and looking at me you know younger me little me and a child me which a child. we touched a lot on in the retreat yeah. that has been absolutely just fundamental to my healing yeah um, that vision board you posted yeah. up on your Instagram if anyone out there wants to do some inner child work just mm. you know sort of not surface level but do something at home find out some pictures of yourself mm. little baby you mm-hmm. and put them in front of you yeah put them out and in, in your view and connect mm. with that little person because yeah. that that is would you agree that's just the root cause for so many people's yeah. hurt I would say the two things that have been the most impactful and I've really only discovered this in the past couple of years one is self-compassion mm. and one is parts work and the two together seems to be the most powerful medicine. what was the second one did you say Parts work. Parts work. So when I was talking before about no bad parts, oh a yes, book that I would recommend to everybody. It's called No Bad Parts. Oh, righty. Yes, just turning down. it down. No bad parts. No bad parts. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just such a well-written book, um, and it really will change your perspective of yourself. How we have all these p- parts and pieces of ourselves that are there in protection mode and mm-hmm. management mode. Yeah. And once you can start to identify these, it's really interesting and it's actually really fun. Yeah. A friend Gemma, my friend Gemma, who yeah. does the breath work. Shout out Gemma, she's yeah, awesome. Yeah, shout out to Gem. She's a trauma recovery coach, absolute legend. And we have the funniest conversations because we always talk about rather than saying I, I say we. Like, well, as in, like, there's a lot of you. Yeah, yeah. But there is because there's of all, all the, the parts. different parts of you. I love it. And that. we'll be like, yeah. So I just had a bit of a, um, you know, a bit of a tribunal meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was at the table, and Everyone you know, came to the party. It took a while to come to an agreement, but this is the, you know, that this is the collective <laughs> decision. This is yeah. the. So yes. it's about, you know getting in touch and, and engaging and interacting with all the parts even the parts that you're just like oh god like mm, I don't too even confronting want to look there. yeah yeah um, that's it's, me yeah it's finding a way to <laughs> I'm thinking of my parts <laughs> in my head right now you guys yeah <laughs> even do you know what I was thinking the other day which is really sad a lot of people can pull out boxes of beautiful photos of all their childhood memories teenagers I 
hated my the parts of myself so much as a teenager. I've got rid of so many memories, images from like, I don't know, maybe like 15 to 25. So wow. many photos gone because I didn't like her enough. I didn't like the way she looked. I didn't like the way she dressed. I couldn't admit that it was okay that I looked like that in 2019 <laughs> or 20, 2009, but not yeah. okay now. Yeah. Like I just... And you're now I feel so from sad I don't have any of that. I have yeah. none of that to look back on now. Yeah. You know, so, like so stink. Because it's all, it's, it's so every much stage judgment that was, of someone yes. who wasn't even ready to yes. like, or, or for what the future was cut like going to be. And yeah. you know what? That's where the self-compassion piece comes in. So mm. you can't do one without the other. No. Because if you could have learned to genuinely have compassion for that version of you, yes. for her, and just feel so much love mm. as your adult self, um, you know, working. The idea is you want to have all your parts and you want to integrate them into into what um, mm. the writer of the book calls the self. Yeah. So the self is the integrated self. It's the higher self. It's the one that you want to be operating from, making decisions from, whilst listening to all the different parts. Yeah. And, you know, okay, yeah, acknowledging. I understand that's how you feel, and yet you're trying to protect me from that, and yeah. you know, and then it's bringing it all together. And having that acceptance and that compassion for all the parts. And it's wow. just honestly such a big relief yeah. and release when you start to offer that to yourself. Mm. I did a five-day mindful self-compassion retreat um, uh, about the middle of last year. And that was just life-changing. It was with a couple of psychologists. Um, one lady's called Anna Free. And she did her whole PhD at Auckland Uni, which is where I'm going to be going in a couple of weeks' time. She did her whole PhD on the science of self-compassion. So people would have, you know, the brain... Um, <gasps> the, like, sca- sticky like, yeah. things on their heads. Yeah. And they would monitor the activity in the brain when somebody was to offer them themselves self-compassion but self-compassion isn't I love me I am amazing I am so amazing (laughs) it's not it's not affirmations yeah it's so much deeper it's it's not affirmations yeah Yeah. it's genuinely like you know how you would look at your son when he's asleep and look at him and just feel that love and that look at him so beautiful and innocent and you know you might stroke his little face and be like oh my god I just love him so much yeah it's having that feeling Towards, towards yourself. yourself. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> wow. Cool. Amazing. This I can't deal with this. But it's, it just I'm makes so much notes. sense when you give yourself time to even think about all of that, mm-hmm. you know? Like when you actually slow down and be like, like, you know, you speak it and it makes so much mm. sense, but because we're so busy all the time mm. doing so many other things, mm. it just doesn't even make, mm. like, it just doesn't even cross your mind. No, of course yeah. not. No, yeah. but this is, I mean, this is all at the forefront of my mind because mm. it's been my journey. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, however old. So, and it's part of your work. Yeah, yeah. So moving forward a little bit, tell us about your yoga retreats. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know more. I know Laura's been on one. She had so much yes. amazing mm-hmm. things to share about mm-hmm. it. And you talked a lot about self-discovery for you. So tell us what your aim is for the retreats mm-hmm. and what you're looking at when you're there. Yeah, cool. So the idea came about, I mean, I have a Wednesday night community class here in Hamilton mm-hmm. um, I, I can only do the one class in person because I have Izzy so mm. you know morning and evening times is like you know yes baby yeah. time yeah um, so I have that class and it's it's beautiful space and I was thinking how can I expand on this without adding in like another weekly commitment mm. which is just too much for me so I thought if I could create this energy and this intention but spread it over a whole weekend and bring in some of this other stuff because it's not just yoga like no. I'm a yoga teacher and I call myself MK Yoga but that's because 
I don't really know what else to call myself right now. Yeah. But it is, there's so much more loaded behind that. So much. When I teach a class, it's, I'm bringing in so much of the stuff. I just don't tell you that I'm doing it. It's very like yeah. subtle. Yeah. I'm, I weave it all in. Yeah. Intricately placed. Yeah. 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 So I thought, okay, well, stuff it. Why don't I just try to create a weekend and we'll go a little deeper. Um, and so, yeah, so we did two retreats last year, three night retreats, and I brought in sound healing, breath work, um, nourishing food. We did journaling. Um, we did meditation. We did some creativity, some um, creative self-expression. We did ecstatic dancing. I feel like crying reflecting on all of it. It was <laughs> oh. just like the best time of my life. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I was so nervous and it was so stressful putting it together because it was a big thing. It was massive. And so <laughs> everything was so well thought out and you could feel how much effort you'd put into yeah. it. 100%. So the intention was to take people on a journey mm-hmm. to make people feel safe. So number one, safety. Yeah. Like a lot of the yoga teachers out there there's no they're not trauma informed they don't actually know enough about Mm. biomechanics you know somatics the body and the The mind to be able to be telling people what to do but anyway story for another day yeah (laughs) (laughs) just maybe that's why i don't maybe that's why i've never had a good experience with Mm. yoga yet like because i find it really hard to connect to yoga because my brain is uh, i'm i honestly feel like i might be adhd in this morning we're gonna explore that this yes but i can't my brain is not my brain is fast and yoga feels very purposeful and slow and thoughtful Mm -hmm. and I just can't match the energy when I do it because you're stuck that's your default mode and so you have to train to get out of it get through the ugly to rewire and it's going to be uncomfortable and there's going to be this is where it's all about looking inwards it's like okay I'm really bored I'm really frustrated this is boring I've been sitting in this position for way too long it's hurting yeah Yeah. so that's an opportunity to sit and watch your inner dialogue offer self-compassion yes right Mm. okay it's uncomfortable so I'm going to change my position yeah I'm going to use a block and I'm new to this so it's okay and I'm going to allow myself to be a beginner yeah and I'm going to push through the discomfort of being a beginner and wanting to be really good at yoga yeah and wanting all this stuff that's like way 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 ahead and actually just just honoring the journey mm. and then and that time then on the mat because mm-hmm. you know what I mean I this is not like yoga this is Les Mills yoga was my first experience with yoga it's not the same obviously it's not the same. Balance, but my yeah. favorite part was the breathing at the end mm-hmm. and the relaxing yeah, I felt like I was in another la- like mm-hmm. land yeah. I felt very chill that I was almost like oh my gosh I'm in the gym like calm down like be aware mm-hmm. yeah but I really enjoyed that part of it mm-hmm. so I really would love to now that we're talking I'm like no I could make this a goal I could work it's a small step work mm-hmm. on one thing and get better yeah. at it and maybe find a love and enjoyment and like a purpose for it you yeah. know Definitely. sorry that just no, no. made me clap no, it's good. anyway so your amazing retreats encompass more than just yoga you have these incredible things that like especially the journaling I find really interesting as well Mm. and all those um extra things that you layer in there to kind of and I guess it helps people find what maybe works for them more Mm -hmm. um find the different things or the different techniques or things that maybe work for them as a person but they they could do all together but one they might really resonate totally but I find that you will you will resonate more with what you feel you're better at so right so you need to like that's why you know people say with yoga oh it's for like just you know skinny women yeah Yeah. because flexible skinny exactly because Mm. you're going to incline towards what you're good at yeah because you can be good at it right yeah um so there's always going to be things where you encounter resistance like we did some painting on the first retreat and um one of the ladies was just so in her head she's like i'm not getting it right oh my god i can't do this so it's just like everything that comes up is an opportunity to actually observe what's happening Mm. you know you meet this resistance and it's like okay why is that coming up why do i need to make this painting perfect like yeah 
Yeah. So it, 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 it's giving you so much valuable information about yeah. what's happening on a deeper level. Yeah. You know? There's yeah. the outward expression of everything, and then there's actually what's behind that, and then what's behind that, and then what's behind yeah. that. Right? But yeah, so so the, the goal is to make people feel safe. So mm. it's a space of full self-agency, full permission to just do what you need. Because people are nervous coming to these things. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, who's going to be there? Am I going to be the like... Yeah, am I going to be the really one sad one? Or, oh, I feel like I'd be worried about crying the whole time because I'm very like very emotional. So I'd be so time. worried. Mm-hmm. But, I, but my brain would be like, don't cry in front of other people. Suck it up, you know? That stupid but that's stupid thing. That's that's why you're going there yes, to absolutely. unlearn that. Totally. Yeah. But you're still sitting, especially in my brain, because I'm like, I'd love to go there and just cry the whole time and get it all out. <laughs> but then I'm like, but no, because then you'll be that person. But you no. know, you have to get out of that. But there you go. There's, the there's a story for you. The, yeah. yeah. You just given yeah. yourself one yeah. of your little stories yes. it's your narrative so you can't go you know like yeah. you're very quick to put a block up but you need to be compassionate like we've just talked about give yourself the space mm. yeah uh, Laura I understand you so much more now oh yay <laughs> thank you Em can you come <laughs> in every <laughs> way we had a breakthrough yeah. we had like, a breakthrough she's gonna go I'm gonna cry the whole ride home <laughs> but, but that's the thing as Em says it's like a safe space and I remember so clearly on the first night when we did our opening circle and I was sitting next to you and the talking stick came to me and I just knew I was meant to be there by you in that place to go first. Mm. And because I'm chatty Cathy, mm. I was like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, hi, I'm Laura. This is my sister. My mum died. Our mum died. It's been a, sh- been a shit time. Um, <laughs> I'm here because of X, Y, Z, you know, and then I could feel in that moment it almost opened up for the next few mm. and the next few that shared their very vulnerable, beautiful stories were like, Oh, okay, now that you've mm. kind of said that, mm-hmm. sweet. And they it had... them, like, a bit of permission, oh, didn't it? But also, a, on the flip side of that, like, Amy didn't hardly share. No, and, I know. And yeah. that was fine. Yeah, that was fine. So it's, you don't need to go so and all no kumbaya pressure. around the campfire nope. and say, I'm going to tell you my whole life story no, and all my trauma. Some no. people were like... One girl was just like... I've just resigned from my job and I'm living my best life. Mm. I just want to come on a nice a mm. nice retreat. Yeah. And that yeah. was so cool. And, yeah, my sister was like, yep, not a talker, yeah. here with my sister, have a good day. Next, you know, <laughs> and that was fine. There's no judgment. There was and no right or wrong. And that doesn't mean that those people don't take anything no. from the experience. They yeah. take what they, they need. They take what they need and they yeah. use it the way, or, or you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. project mm-hmm. it the way that works and for them. And M said on day one, you've paid the money you're here for your experience if you want to stay in your room and cry all day you can if you want to go lie in the grass all day giggling you can <laughs> you do whatever you need mm-hmm. to do to make this your most beautiful time which yeah. was which was a relief because I mean I had been to a retreat years before and it was a very scheduled do this turn up for this do this do this do this where we had so much free time mm. at M's we were sunbathing got our tatas out it was just a great old time and then you're like oh my god we're doing a sound healing tonight and it was the most remember I had that that's right the, you had a big the flutes came and mm. the, the, the trauma came and <laughs> uh-huh. I squashed it down and then it came mm-hmm. out again I went to bed and Amy's like you need a journal I was like I'm not journaling I'm not letting my mummy trauma ruin this and then <laughs> 10 minutes later nah I've got a journal mm. damn it and I wrote five pages of stuff I didn't even know was there mm, yeah. and that's that was my time where I was like that was my moment of why I was there mm-hmm. at that retreat because for the first two days I was just in 
La La Land. First day and a half, mm-hmm. sorry. La La Land. Mm-hmm. The sun shining. Look yeah. at this. Oh my God, yoga. This is so fun. And I kept thinking it's it's coming. Mm-hmm. Something's it takes, come. It takes time to break down the, la- the layers a little bit. Yeah. To just soften into it. Yeah. Um, I could have been there for a month. Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm-hmm. But it's a chance to get a snapshot of that self-knowledge that I was talking about. It's yeah. a chance to be really honest with yourself. And I think that's what a lot of us don't want to do. Honesty is vulnerable. Being really honest with yourself and having a space where you can do that where there's mm. no judgment yeah you know I mean yeah. you the sound healing for you was uh, you had a massive breakthrough yeah. some people hated it they yeah. were like I found it so uncomfortable like yeah. all this stuff so that's what I mean yeah so, it's so different for everybody right mm, yeah. so your next retreat tell us a little bit about yeah, that so next retreat coming up in uh, next month yeah, March 24th to the 26th yeah of, five or six weeks yeah, yeah and this time we're doing it in Raglan so nice. just down the road yeah um, it's at Waitatuna Retreat Centre it's a it beautiful, beautiful space like right in the bush you, yeah. you drive there and then there's no signal. There's Wi-Fi, so don't freak out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if we, there's, it's 2023. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But like, it's fully off the grid. It's a beautiful space. Um, it's immersed in this native bush, and there's a meditation room where it's like silence only. If you want to go in there and be quiet, because do you remember we did the silent walk? We did. And everybody was like. <sighs> Everyone, everyone already looked at me. They'd known me for an hour, and they're like, "Are you going to be okay? Yeah. Are, you, are you all right?" <laughs> and we got to the room, and he's like, "Are you going to be okay? Not talking?" I was like, "You guys, yes, I'll be fine." And then in the morning, I went to say good morning to everyone. I was like, "No," and it was on. It was it was incredible. I hadn't done anything like that before. It's just simple things like that, like yep. spending a bit of time in silence, eating your breakfast mindfully, yeah. learning about what mindfulness is, yeah. well, soaking we in what's around you. walked through this little bush walk down to this creek and you're just looking around and all your senses are then sort of like even more stimulated mm. than normal because mm. you're listening, you're mm. seeing, you're feeling, as opposed to just chat, 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 yep. chat, chat, being disconnected. Present, yep. Presence and tapping into your own senses. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. incredible. And it's for everyone and anyone. You yep. don't need to be a yogi. Yep. You don't so need to all be... all ages. Yeah, woo-woo. You don't no. need to... Don't need to have had, like, a serious trauma. No, no not no. at all. You don't need to have owned a journal or do no. have anything bad that you no. need to come and fix. You just, if yeah. you're drawn to it and you feel like you need to give yourself that mm. space, I would highly recommend it. It's a chance it. to rest as well. Um, it's a chance to rest, yeah. Rest yeah. and re- Nourish. Revive. Reset your nervous system as well. Yeah, um, definitely. That's yeah. a big one. Oh, Oh, well, Em, that has just been, honestly, the most informative, just most so beautiful chat. I'm so sad we have to wrap it up. I know. Like, I'm, like, the, I'm like, part two, part four, how part it, How has it been, like, 50 minutes already? I know. Already? I'm I'm like, know. we have just scraped know, the surface. I know, exactly. We're going to have to bring you back. Okay. There's just no are. way that we can do this once. <laughs> it's just are. not possible. Before you go, though, we will finish with one of our fun little games. Okay. I did have it. a quick five fire quick questions, okay. which we've tried to do in an episode, but we elaborate too much. So we we'll keep the answers super... Okay. This was just a little bit to get to know M. Mm-hmm. Right, number one, favourite food. Oh, God. I don't really have favourite anything. Favourite meal. <laughs> Italian or yes. nice. Japanese. Nice. Oh, yum. Number two, your go-to cocktail or mocktail order. Um, oh, what's it called? Oh, my God. Is um, it delicious? Gin, vodka. No, no gin for me, thanks. Um, it's, <laughs> it's whiskey. Do you know what I love to drink the most? Straight tequila. 
Oh, absolutely. Yes. Going but, but we don't shot it. No. We sip it. Yeah. <gasps> good quality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good quality tequila. We put a drop yeah. of water in there just to open up the flavors and we sit back and we oh sip it. That's so God, fancy. That sounds so nice. Not I a whiskey like sour, you were going to say? Not a whiskey no, sour. It's something whiskey else. It's else. whiskey and orange and it's going to annoy me now. Ooh. We'll come back to we'll, that. We'll park that one. Yeah. Um, favorite yoga pose. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many. Yes, absolutely. That's the lie down one that you love. You love that one. Um, sunrise or sunset? Mm. Hi. Oh, stop it. I'm a Libra. I do not make decisions oh, well. I'm a Libra. <laughs> um, sunset because I'm not a morning person, but I would yep. like to be. Yeah, mm. I want to see more sunrises mm, this year. Same. Sunrises are magical when I get them. Yeah. But sunset. Sunset. And your celebrity crush? Oh, Tom Hardy. Oh, oh yeah. He's so rugged. I yes. love his imperfection. He's a man. Okay, yep. and now just two. Um, too funny. They're not that funny. Absolutely not, <laughs> sis. Um, so you've got to say absolutely okay. or absolutely not, sis. Sleeping naked. Absolutely. Me too, sis. All the way. Oh let God. it free. Let it air. You know what I mean? Let it breathe. Number two, um, <laughs> farting during downward dog. Is that okay in a yoga of class? Of course. Absolutely. You're going to fart it's a little natural. bit. I maybe did it a little bit it at the retreat. A lot. Yeah. Whoopsie. And it Amy happens. goes, did you fart? And I was like, oh my Honestly, God, did you hear that? It happens so much. It happens all the time. So, yeah. yeah. It's just natural. Just it's just natural. And number ones and twos with the door open. Who's around? You're you're at home with Izzy. Um, I mean, Izzy's going to open time. the door surely. Yeah. That's just what they do. Yeah, that's what they it's do. It's just natural. It's just natural. It's part of life. Well, we hate to have to always rush the end, which oh. we do all the time because we just have so much to say. But and that episode really spoke to me. So thank you so much for coming yeah, in, and we really you. need to have you back. This cannot end today. This cannot end. And can you tell us where our lovely listeners can find you? Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram at um, mkendall underscore underscore, and my business name is MK Yoga. So if you just type that into Google, yes. got my website, it came up Facebook. today. Yeah, um, beautiful website, by the way. Thanks. Lovely Still layout. working on it. It's very nice. But yeah. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Em. We appreciate you and your time and all the beautifulness that you give to this and beautiful just sharing world. Sharing your amazing story with us mm, and our listeners. You. We really appreciate yeah, that. I'm going to get to a movie producer and we're going to script you <laughs> up a, in a Thai movie. Let's do it. Right. And oh maybe gosh, we should have asked who would you have play you? I was going to say oh maybe I'll play the role. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Laura. <laughs> you can play yourself. Okay, darling, thank you so much. Pleasure, guys. Beautiful. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Absolutely Not Sis, the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Absolutely Not Sis, the podcast underscore to keep up to date with all our episodes, events, and more. Thanks for listening, darlings.